Hello everyone and welcome to A Book A Month. I'm Brandon Gonzalez, your host, and this is a podcast where we just read a book in a month and we talk about it. And so I invite you to read these books with me. We're going to be covering uh, Free Will Explained. Today I'm going to try to get into the nitty gritty of the book without spoiling too much of it. So I hope that you all will uh, join me in reading through this book in the coming month. And it's going to be a really cool experience. And so I'm really looking forward to I'm just chatting about these books and we're starting off with nonfiction and the first book that we're talking about is this book Free Will Explained by Dan Barker. The subtitle is How Science and Philosophy Converge to Create a Beautiful Illusion. Now, the big thing to know about Dan Barker is that he is a former evangelical minister. He used to be a a pastor who was I, I want to say very well known by any means, but he certainly became very well known um, when he turned uh, atheist. He apostatized from the church and joined uh, Richard Dawkins and some other folks in establishing uh, atheistic foundations. And he has a few foundations called Freedom from Religion that he runs with his wife. He also pairs up with, um, like I said, Richard Dawkins to... Uh, to free ministers from the pulpit, I guess, is the goal of, of their uh, little foundation, I suppose, to get preachers out of Christianity and um, uh, imams from Islam and, and all these religious leaders just to leave their faith. And so that's sort of his thing. That's his gig. He's known as being a big atheist guy. So that's very important for us to know as we begin talking about this book. So... What is this book? What is Free Will Explained? Well, in this book, Dan Barker sets out to explain his own version of what free will really is. He is mainly a compatibilist. And before we really jump into this book, I need to just describe the spectrum for you of what free will and determinism, what that whole debate is really about, because there really is a a decent variety of opinion. There are some people who are libertarians. These people believe that free will is completely, it's true, it is completely true. Humans have uh, total control over their destiny. They control their lives. Nothing is predetermined. Everything is up to your own volition, up to your own free choice. And this is a group of people who are made up of a ton of different uh, denominations in regard to Christianity. They don't necessarily have to be Christians. There are many people who are non-Christian who believe this. Um, But yeah, the majority of people, I would say, um, who think about these issues um, are probably going to want to lean toward free will. Um, But very often we find ourselves saying, ah, that's kind of, that that doesn't seem too rational for us. So what is the other option? Um, The other option is determinism. And determinism is basically saying everything in the universe is predetermined. We have no decisions outside of ourselves. We can't internalize any information and make a volitional choice upon our own, what would you say, intellect. Determinists, scientific determinists particularly, believe that everything is predetermined, that we have all of our decisions laid before us, yet we can't actually engage with them because we're just products of, uh, say, evolution, adaptation, of our upbringing, of our environment. All of these things conglomerate to basically rid us of any free will. 
And at the same time, there are transcendentalist determinists, people who are religious or um, particularly Christians who may um, subscribe to determinism say, well, God knows the end from the beginning and he ordains the end from the beginning. So when you tie your shoes in the morning, you're not just tying your shoes. God actually ordained that. You didn't get to decide that. And so that's very important to know. And so we have these the, these two opposite sides of a spectrum. So where should we be? You know, where is Dan Barker suggesting that we be? He is taking more of a compatibilist approach. Compatibilism lies in the middle of free will and determinism and basically says, yes, we can make our own choices, yet there are some things that are predetermined in this universe that we cannot change. They are outside of our control and we can't do anything more than just, you know, kind of meander about them. Some things are indeed predetermined, not everything but we have to consider both sides. There are libertarian free will choices that we make as well as choices that may have been actually predetermined. And so determinists will say, well, you know, look at this. Here's a little thought experiment that I really enjoyed that Dan Barker mentioned in his book. Also, Alex, I believe is his name from Cosmic Skeptic. The YouTube channel talks about this. Say you're at an ice cream shop and there are only two... Uh, choices, two flavors of ice cream for you to choose from, vanilla or chocolate. Which one are you going to choose? If you choose vanilla, well, your reason is probably not because I made a free will choice of, you know, choosing vanilla, but I actually chose vanilla because I like vanilla more than chocolate. I prefer vanilla over chocolate. But you didn't choose to like vanilla more than chocolate, did you? You didn't actively say consciously, I am going to choose Vanilla over chocolate, because I have chosen to like vanilla more than I like chocolate. No one says that. You, you don't choose your preferences. You don't choose what you are attracted to or brought pleasure by in regard to food or any other aspect in life. It is predetermined in some sense. And you can even say, well, you know, to trump or, or to trump determinism and display that I truly do have libertarian free will, I'm just going to go for the chocolate, even though I don't like the chocolate more. Well, in this case, what you're doing is saying, I like maintaining my idea of free will more than I like vanilla, therefore, I'm going to pick chocolate. And so you're kind of stuck in this paradoxical box where you're just rallying back and forth, trying to make decisions on your own, but you're really not making decisions on your own. And this is all very confusing. And Dan Barker, in his book, really tries to clear up some of these things and explain free will and determinism in a very practical way. I read one review online that suggested that it wasn't quite academic. It also wasn't quite, you know, casual. Um, I personally read this book um, and I'm going to continue reading it as I'm laying down in my bed. Um, the great thing about it is that it's separated up into vignettes. And so each vignette or little chapter is about two to three pages in length. Um, some of them are a bit longer, like five or six pages, but I don't think that there's any vignette larger than six or seven pages. And so this is a really easy read. If you just want to pick it up from the bookstore, I guarantee that you can read it possibly in like two days time um the the thoughts are a little bit dense so i wouldn't recommend uh reading it in a day or two i would recommend extending it i personally did it over the course of a few weeks just kind of uh reading it 
uh, as a getaway from other books that I'm reading, such as The Bible or Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace and these other books. So it was more of a getaway book for me. And that's how I really recommend that you read it, because you really got to let his argument settle in when it comes to compatibilism. It's truly a very dense, uh, dense topic. But here is basically what Barker is arguing. He's saying that free will is not a scientific truth in the sense that we can actually examine it, it is a social truth. Now, how does he bring that about? For Dan Barker, we do have free will, but it's an illusion. Free will exists socially. It doesn't exist, uh, what could you say, in, in a measurable space, right? We can't see it. We can't observe it with the microscope. And so we have to sort of use this apologetic of, of figuring out, okay, well, if free will isn't really... Um, uh, you know, scientifically observed, how, how do we actually get to it? And so what Dan Barker is saying about free will is that it's socially active. It, it socially exists. It's not measurable. You can't see it. But essentially, when you make a decision, you don't consciously choose, oh, I'm going to make this decision. You make the decision and retroactively, you look at that decision and make a conscious choice about it. He, he, he views this in sort of a backwards way that you choose something and then you make a moral judgment upon that choice. And that moral judgment is what we call free will. So he ultimately argues that evolution and adaptation have made people uh, believe in free will because it's actually some sort of uh, scientifically advantageous thing that... Uh, we look at as social animals. And the funny thing that you may be thinking about is, okay, what does Dan Barker really believe? If he thinks that free will is retroactive, that it really does exist, then how, I mean, is he a determinist? Is he saying that everything's predetermined? He's not. And this is the weird thing that personally kind of was tricky about this book, and I'm still trying to figure it out, and I'll figure it out probably in my second read, is what Dan Barker actually believes. That's one of my critiques of this book is, it was very difficult to discern, okay, what is this guy actually talking about? What does he believe? If he's saying that we, that, you know, a husband, uh, you know, can't choose not to cheat on his wife, but he does, Barker suggests that that husband should endure punishment because he still sort of had responsibility. Yet at the same time, Barker suggesting that he doesn't have responsibility. And so it's this sort of weird mental quandary that I'm, I'm really not sure. After I put down the book, I'm like, I'm not really sure where Barker stands on anything because I'm just like, he doesn't answer the question. Here is a quote from the end of the book. So do we have free will? Yes and no. Free will is not a scientific truth. It is a social truth, like a song. It is a human creation, a beautiful composition of behavior and moral judgment, melody and harmony that produces the useful illusion of freely chosen personal actions. It is not indeterministic. It arises retroactively after we make behavioral judgments. We do not have free will in his view, but free will arises. And that is what you get from this book. It's confusing. I know it's kind of a big thing. That is what you can understand. Free will arises out of our own judgments, not when we make decisions, but after them. And so I hope that this quickly summarizes this book. You should definitely read it. It's very short. I believe it's only like 120 pages or something like that. The chapters are two or three pages each. I highly recommend this read, and I hope that you will read it along with me.